That's real men talk. I'm your lovely co. I'm in your lovely host, staying the man. I got um uh, one of my childhood friends, man. I I've known this guy since um third grade. Yeah, I met him in third grade in Mr. Harris class. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and yep. so um uh, uh Terrence Harris, aka known as Bird, my homeboy, man. Welcome to the show. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Since we started off there, man, I, I was in Mr. Harris' class in the, in the third grade. And before Mr. Harris, we had Miss Oliver, which was the lady teacher. So Miss Oliver was like maybe 5'2", you know, 110 pounds soaking wet. Mm-hmm. And uh, she... She couldn't control the some of the, some of the some of the third graders that was in there was taller than her, was bigger than her. And um she just left. We we were just too bad for her. Well, they was too bad. I didn't do no acting up. I was mm, good. Mm, so okay, uh, they yeah. was too bad and they ran <laughs> they ran the teacher off. And right. So, um right. then we got we got uh, a black teacher. And this guy came in, this guy was like, man, maybe six three, six four. Like, and he hey, probably he, about about he two. like he was touching the ceiling. Yeah, he about two. He about two fifty, two sixty, and That's this good. one no two fifty, two sixty slouch. This was two fifty, two sixty solid. Standing you know? up tall, standing up tall about, with it. <laughs> talking about a, a big guy. So man, yeah. he came off in class and regulated everything. Man, and I and right. I said that I said that to say this man, we could have more black men. Off in the school system like that, that'll be great because uh, he definitely got us right. Yes, sir. He, <laughs> he did definitely this. got us right, man. So, but yeah, he um, did this. man, I'm gonna go off today because um, I had um, I had texts. I've been trying to get him on the show for like six months now. He finally came on, you know, out of his busy schedule and made <laughs> some time time for me, and so um. What we're going to talk about today is, um, you know, how life throws you a curveball and you roll with it. And so, um, yes, I know, I know all of us have been there. I know all of us have been in a situation which, I mean, I, I don't know if everybody know about baseball. That baseball, you got the pitcher throwing the ball. He's stepping up to the plate and that curveball is one of the hardest balls to hit in baseball and so um when you stepping up to that plate and life throws you something that you never experienced before when you when it first happened it seems like it's the end of the world and (laughs) when it seems like it's the end of the world when that curveball is, is strong because it's something that you never experienced before and so a lot of people, they might end up 
a lot of people break down. They get sick from it. A lot of people um, have to go be hospitalized. I mean, even you have some people that take their life because mm. different people react to different situations differently. Like you can have somebody that lose a loved one and they just lose their mind behind it. You know, right. they can't right. seem to, to, to move on. You know, they be down for a year or two and then after that try to pick up the pieces or you have somebody lose a job and then they try to pick up the pieces after losing their job. They might lose their family, lose their wife or their kids and you'll find themselves, they'll find themselves trying to pick up the pieces off the curveball that life has thrown them. And so, man, I just want to get your insight or do you have any situation that happened to you that you got the old curveball in life and how was you able to maneuver it or, you know, um, how did it affect your life after the curveball? Ooh, man. Which curveball do I even start with? Man, that's, um, hmm. Man, we can talk about the most recent curveball uh, with my mom, man. You know, she's getting up in age, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, you were, you know, me and you, we grown men now. We not no little young spring chickens no more. Right. And, you know, our parents are getting to their age where, you know, they going through these little health situations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Oh, man, I, I, if I can just start from the top of it. Go ahead. It was a situation where, you know, she was like, she was calling me and she was telling me that, you know, yeah, I'm going to the doctor and whoopie whoop and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And, um... You know, she was kind of like downplaying it. You know, one of those situations where, you know, your mama gonna always think you her baby. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You a full grown right. man, got right. gray hair sprouting out the top of your head. <laughs> she still up here. Oh, I'm trying to protect my baby. I'm like, right, I be telling right. my mama all the time, mama, I'm your son. I'm not your child. Right, <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Right, I'm your right. son. Come on now, you keep it funky with me. Keep it real mm-hmm. with me. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know. So she downplayed it until it was too late, till it got too bad. And my aunt is the one that told me. My mama didn't mm-hmm. tell me. You know, my aunt was like, man, your mama ain't doing too good. I need you mm-hmm. to, you know, come, come see about her. And I had to make, like, force her to let me help. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. <clears throat> I understood where she was coming from. She's trying to protect her baby. I'm still her baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? But I had to, like, I had to, like, force my, you know, I had to, like, you know, put, Force my will on her, like, hey, I'm finna help you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know, as far as the curveball part go, you know, you know my mom on a personal level. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's mm-hmm. like one of them situations where, hey, hey, you finna let me help you, and I have to make her let me do it. You know what I'm saying? And, and, so, for, and, and I don't mean to cut you out before the audience. Oh, no problem, I, no I just, I just, I just want to add a little context to that. Uh, well, I ain't gonna say context. I'm gonna add a little background to that. Now his mom is the is the type of woman that when you see her, you'll think that she'll tear your neck off your head. <laughs> but you're <laughs> right. But she's the sweetest person that you'll you'll ever want to know. But she is the type of woman that listen, she don't play no games, and you need to be straightforward in whatever you doing or saying with her. So, Get straight right, to the so point. Mama, right, right. So, <laughs> I just wanted to add that in there, but back to your story, man. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, no problem at all. But yeah, um, <clears throat> so the curveball part came in when was with me 
actually, you know, like trying to help her because it's like it's one of those situations where she's still trying to protect me and mm-hmm. she don't want me to know how, how sick her, her mom she don't want me to know how sick his mom her mama his mama is or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so and you know it really it really got tough when we realized how bad it was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I guess I'm gonna go ahead and go a little deep or whatever. You know, my mom done had two open heart surgeries within mm-hmm. months of each other. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and anybody who done went through that, they already know how tough they can be on the person that's that went through it, on you trying to help them, on mm-hmm. you trying to keep them mentally there because they feeling like, you know, they feeling like forget it sometimes. You know, it's too tough. I don't want to keep doing this. You know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so people that's that went through it, they know what I'm talking about. The ones that don't that's listening to this, hey man. Hey, you're gonna have to keep that person mentally there, mentally and spiritually, and you have to keep yourself mm-hmm. up mentally and spiritually, you know? Mm-hmm. And man, it ain't it ain't easy. Take a lot of prayer, take a lot of determination, and you know, and it's a prime example of like, you know, when a, when life throws you a curveball, man, mm-hmm. hey, even if you don't know what to do, do something. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Do mm-hmm. something. That's good. That's good. Yep. <laughs> you yep. know, don't That's just sit good. back and do nothing. Don't just sit back and do nothing and just let let your mama, your your daddy, or whoever, you know what I'm saying? Your wife, your kids. Don't just let don't just let this sit back and happen to them. What would you do for yourself? You know what I'm saying? That's what I had to the the mindset I had to put in, put in, put in my mind. Mm-hmm. What would I do for myself? I do the best I can for myself, no matter how hard it is. So that's, that's what I've been doing for my mom, man. That's what I'm that's doing. That's good. That's good. That's good, man. I I just um you know, I just got one question to ask you. Of course, I know, but, you know, right. I just want you to help the audience out that someone that might be going through that situation, um, could you give them just a, a couple of things that you did to help your mom mentally and spiritually? And could you give them one thing that you did to help yourself mentally and spiritually in that situation? Okay, for as myself, <clears throat> man, I guess you can call it meditation for those who don't actually know what prayer is or know how to pray or whatever, because everybody, like, just to be honest, everybody don't know how to do it. I don't think, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it take a lot of prayer or meditation mm-hmm. for it's myself. And that's, that's pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? Because I got so right, much, right. so much on my plate, you know, I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. I got a wife and two kids. I don't mm-hmm. got time to sit back and just, Oh man, life's so messed up. No, nah, I'm on the move all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but but it's it's those times where I interact with my mom and I have to help her, and you know that's when it get tough because it's like she be in the you know what I'm saying a different mindset from me you know what I mean, mm-hmm. so and that's when that's when that's when I find myself helping her get through this the most because I sit down and have mm-hmm. those conversations with her I have conversations mm-hmm. with her about her health about her spirituality about god mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i talk to her mm-hmm. about everything you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i mean <clears throat> we'll we'll talk about family and we talk about everything just talking to her helps more than anything and just mm-hmm. even when like you know like on a personal level you know how my mama talk but right. yeah for the audience i'm gonna tell you <laughs> it, it, <laughs> she, she's one of those people where it's like man you just gotta sit uh, there and just let her let her talk and then, yeah. you know, just let her talk. Don't try to, you know, uh-huh. because, and I got this, I got this from my mama, thinking I know everything. I, I think I know everything as a man, and I think I know everything because I got it from my mama. And she's mm-hmm. one of those people. And you got to let her talk. And then just, 
talk with her instead of trying to be like, no, 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 it ain't like that. No, just talk with her and try to get her to see your point sometimes, you know? And this time right here has made it a little bit difficult because it's like she's just in a different mindset, spiritually and mentally and everything, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, man, for those that that, that are going through this and have to go through this at some point, man, Mm -hmm. just let them talk because Mm-hmm. A lot of what my mom going through right now is, you know, sitting at home watching TV, <clears throat> not really talking to many people. You know, she get out, get out the house sometimes and go go to the doctor and stuff like that. She she don't she don't have much of a life right now. You know what I mean? I can I can just mm-hmm. imagine what she going through on a mental level. Mm-hmm. You know, like your whole life just taking that sharp turn like that. Your health mm-hmm. going from wherever it was at, where you was getting up every day and doing your thing, to not doing nothing at all. You know, mm-hmm. having all these surgeries, having all, you know, just, you know, I can't imagine what she really going through. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, when I'm, whenever I go to my mom's house, I don't be like, mama, get up and do this. You know, I, I just sit there and talk with her, let her chill and get up and, you know, I probably get up and clean up her house a little bit, fix her something to eat or take her trash out, you know, just, you know, just be calm and cool with her. You know, that's the best thing you really could do. Just sit down and talk to that person because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, you never know what could happen with them. Yep. You know, we don't we yep. don't stay on this earth for millions of years. We don't stay on this earth that long. So ain't no mm-hmm. point in making it harder than what it gotta be. Yep. You know, take it easy with them. If I can tell you anything, if I can tell you you out there listening to the audience, if I can tell you anything for that family member that's going through something, for that, that wife, that child, whatever, man, look, just be their friend. Be calm and cool with them. They're going through enough. Mm-hmm. Take it easy mm-hmm. on yourself and them. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. That's good, man. That's good. That's good, man. I, I, I like, I like all the uh, the key points that you made, man. And um, I like, I like the way you gave them something to go off of. Right. And right. and see, it, being it being in that situation, like taking care of um, uh, a parent and you know like I didn't I didn't I didn't get a chance to um deal with that part but what right, what, right. What, what did happen to me was was this you know I had nah I'm, I'm gonna tell you how this, this how God works man now I I quit drinking uh, about three years ago and I decided right. to change my life around. And so yeah. within those three years ago, when I said I'm gonna quit, well, I'm set four years that I quit um drinking and I started to turn my life around. Like I I was going down and I was seeing I was seeing my, my parents. So uh my pops and uh, my stepmom because my um biological mom, she already passed away. And so me going down there seeing them prior to these four years, me going down there seeing them, I'll go down there, you know, it'll be four or five months. I'll call them all the time, but it'll be times that I wouldn't see them for a while. And so then the next time when I went down there and I saw him, it was like, it looked like he was getting older. Like before it was like my dad, it's like he stayed the same age for um, 20 to all the way up to sixty, man. he just looked. He just looked the same. Man, and I, I know was exactly like, what you're saying. 
I was like, now that I see him, I'm like, dang, like when Pops, he, he actually getting older. You know, I could tell the difference between him and my stepmom that they was actually getting older. Yep. So I I started, I just took it uh, a mental note of that, and I made a conscious decision to make sure my kids see him more often, to make sure that um, – my stepmom see us more often, make sure they see their grandkids. They get to spend as much time as they possibly could. And so we started, I started going down there. And at the time I was off on Thursdays, I go down there on Thursday by myself. And just, um, cause Wanda, this, which is my stepmom name, she will go to, she go to work because she was a teacher. And so that Thursday just be me and my dad. We just spending time talking going over the word, just studying the Bible and, and see this what a curveball kick in there because COVID hit. So when COVID hit, <clears throat> I talked to him, but I couldn't actually go down there and see him, you know, because mm-hmm. they are up in age. So I couldn't actually go down there and see him. Right. And so uh, him and uh, Wanda, which is my stepmom, both of them end up having COVID. And so at the time, you know, my pops, he started having difficulties with it, and they took him to the hospital. And since it was a smaller town, they had to move him up to a larger city so he can get really get the help and assistance that he need. And so he moved them from the small town that we from up into a larger city. And so with him being in a larger city, which was closer to me, and so at that time, when he first had it, I couldn't go see him. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go see him at all. And right. within that within that process, with my dad having COVID, um, Wanda, she passed away from it. And so he's still in the hospital, in a coma, and he don't even know that his wife has passed away. You know, wow. he don't even he don't even know that his wife has passed away. And so uh, after after she passed away, we go down there and we um make the funeral arrangements and everything. Finally, um I get a chance to go see him, and so it's this week that I go and I get a chance to see him. I'm going every day, and um like he liked the daily bread. And the daily bread is like books that they ship off, and they have daily devotions with a scripture and a story to tie into it and so they have one for each month of the year and so they have one for each daily devotion for each day of the month and so i was going up there throughout the week reading it to them you know and even but the hard thing about that was that i couldn't even he couldn't talk to me he couldn't say anything to me couldn't respond to me or nothing Mm. you know and and so the thing about it going through that whole week um, that Friday, I left that Friday, and um, after I left Friday, and I talked to him and I prayed with him, uh, actually, an uh, actual tear, he started crying. He had tears to go down his face. Couldn't say anything or nothing, but he had tears to go down his face, and <clears throat> I knew. Man, hold, hold hold on for a second. So I I promise I don't mean to cut y'all. Please hold that thought, bro. Yeah. But. Is it a situation where he heard you, but he couldn't respond? I think well, he is, heard. Is, 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
<clears throat> see, I didn't even know this part about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he heard. So what what it is is that you think he might have heard you, but he you know he he just couldn't respond and couldn't couldn't open his eyes and stuff like that. Well, he couldn't respond. He could he he could um he could open his eyes because mm-hmm. he wasn't on sedation anymore, and that's what okay. they was waiting for him to totally wake up. But he didn't okay. never after after he came out the coma off sedation, he mm-hmm. didn't never fully wake up. Okay. You know, okay. like he he just he wasn't responding like he wasn't talking. He might open up his eyes here and there, but I mean it was due to you know, I guess the 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 machine he was on the on the uh, on the breathing machine, so it right. wasn't like he was actually you know responding. And when he when he cried, that was the first time throughout the week. That I had any type of response from him like that. Right, right, okay. And that was that was that Friday, and so that Friday when I left, man, it was like I already knew it was over with, man. You know, I already knew it was over with. Like I, I just, I just, I just had that feeling because I was like, he hadn't responded to me throughout this whole time. You know, what I'm saying wow. he ain't said it, 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 no eyes. You know, his eyes are opened up. You know. But as far as it wasn't no hand squeezing, no response, no movement. But after he actually cried that day, yeah. I was like, okay, you know, I just felt those, that was one of those nonverbal responses. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know, he responded, I, but it just was nonverbal. You know. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, but like I just, I just told him that you know, look, uh, look, pops, you know. I mean, we okay, you know, we okay, and you know, right. and uh, I guess you know, I just gave him, you know, the right to go ahead and uh, pass if he if he need to, you know, right. Uh, you know, of course, I want him here, but my pops right. always said that he don't want nobody taking care of him. He don't want nobody that he have to, you know, somebody have to change him and you know, clean up him and do all that. He said he right. didn't want that. So God already knew that what was on his heart. And so man, he uh he um he passed he passed away after that. You know, I got a right. call that Saturday. Right. And um but the thing about it is like that's something at this point of life that I wasn't ready for. Right. I was man. you know, you know, I was expecting it to I knew they're gonna pass away, but I'm expecting, okay, I should be like in my forties or fifties when you know something like that happened. Oh man. Hey, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Man, I was I was thinking that same exact thing, bro. I be thinking that same exact thing. It's like I hope mm-hmm. I ain't cutting you off, bro. I ain't cutting you off. Man, I was I was just thinking about that probably today, I think, man. You know, like like we know what's gonna happen. We know our parents gotta leave this earth. We know they gotta leave. But I'm thinking like, man, I'm gonna be 40, 50. My mom's gonna be in her eighties. It's gonna be time. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be ready. <laughs> you know? And you know, <clears throat> while we on the topic of curveballs, I think I kinda I think I because I got plenty of them, just like you do. <laughs> I guess I can talk about I guess I can talk about this one since since we're talking about the men in our lives, you know. Um, you know, I got thrown a curveball before I even knew what a curveball was. My pops passed away when I was uh three years old, right? Mm-hmm. I was a youngster. I remember going to his funeral and everything like that. I remember, I remember him. 
I don't remember his voice or anything or the way he used to laugh or nothing like that. I don't remember none of that. I remember his face and I remember being around him a few times because my mom wasn't necessarily together. But uh, <clears throat> I had a stepdad, of course, but my uncle, my mother's brother, was more like a father figure than anybody. And, <clears throat> you know, while my mom has been going through her situation, you know, he was going through the same situation. And he actually mm-hmm. passed away, though, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, just to piggyback off of, you know, that last time you seen your pops, the last time I seen my uncle, you know, he wasn't in the hospital or nothing like that. He had been begging me to come, you know, because he would come he would come uh, up here from, um, I don't know who revealing where we live in and stuff like that <laughs> for the audience. <laughs> but he would come from, I put it like this, he would come from Tennessee to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And uh, every every month at least, he had been begging me, man, come holler at me, man. I'm up here in the hotel, man. Come see me, come holler at me. This last time that he came here, I'm like, man, I am coming. I'm coming. I'm on the way. He was like, yeah, man, bring some beer and some what's the name, man, whatever. So we just sit down mm-hmm. and chill and all that. Right, right, man, right. I sit down and chill with my uncle, man. We were watching TV, man. We talked about everything, everything you can think of that a man. That, that men talk about <clears throat> it wasn't mm-hmm. nephew and uncle it was man on man just having conversation yeah. about whatever bro yeah <clears throat> and you know i'd be around my uncle all the time like i said he's like a father figure man when i was getting ready to leave bro <clears throat> man i'm standing outside he was like he was talking to me like he was almost talking to me like he knew that was going to be the last time me and him seeing yeah, each other boy. he was like he was like man he was like, Bird, you know what? You one of the coolest dudes I ever met. I'm like, what you talking about, huh? Like, I'm your, you know, I'm your nephew. I'm your, I'm almost like your son. He was like, nah, man. You, you, it's different though. You, you, you got a cool vibe. You got a cool spirit, man. I, you know, I just need to tell you that. I'm like, what? <laughs> what you talking about, Uncle? All right, man, I'm gonna see you next time, man. Mm-hmm. All right. And man, mm-hmm. I'm driving home that night. It was kind of late too. I had been kicking with my uncle that whole night. I'm driving home. And I was thinking to myself, like, man, what is this the last time I seen my uncle, man? What was the last time I laid eyes mm-hmm. on him? Yep. And, man, yep. it was. That was the last time I laid eyes on my uncle. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks after he passed away. Mm-hmm. You know, he had been going through that. Or he had a heart problem for years. He had been going through it for years, you know. But he was making <clears throat> he was making some strides to, to get back on the right track. But you know how it is, man. We don't... <laughs> Hey, them old school people, and all, uh, I, think we, I think I think we the generation that's trying to do better. We trying to work out. We trying to stop doing all the stop all the drinking, stop all the smoking. Yeah, you know yeah, they yeah, like yeah. they like. Hey, we going I'm gonna do what the doctor I'm gonna die. Say, I'm gonna die from something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They be like, yeah. They be like, I'm gonna take this medicine yeah. the doctor gave me, but I'm still gonna eat my food. I'm still gonna drink my liquor. Uh-huh. This, med- this medicine uh-huh. better work. See, they they think the cure is medicine. <laughs> oh man. Uh-huh. <laughs> The medicine just relieve the pain. It ain't gonna fix the problem. It ain't, man. That that that's the truth right there. But yo, um, man, I I want to I also want to touch on this, man. But that like, um, and give me give me a time, man, that uh you had a curveball that turn you back towards God. Is it mm. a point in it's a point in your life where 
you was going the wrong direction or you was getting into something that you shouldn't have been getting into and that curveball brought you back to God and really um nourishing that relationship with him. Mm. Oh wait. Man. I got so many of them. <clears throat> just just give me just give me one, man. Mm. I want a good one though. I want a real good one. <clears throat> man, I would say I would say when we moved from that little small town we from. When we moved, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, me and you both moved at the same time. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we was kind of like just on our own, you mm-hmm. know? <clears throat> and it was quite a few times where, well, you know, <clears throat> well, you didn't have nothing else to rely on, you know? Because, you, you know, you're dealing, mm-hmm. you're dealing with different, you're dealing with your little girlfriends, you're going through that stuff, you're dealing with college, you're going through that because it's like, if I'm being honest with myself, <clears throat> I didn't necessarily <clears throat> want to be in college, <laughs> you know, not trying to turn mm-hmm. any, any of the kids away from school, but <clears throat> y'all, you know, stay in school, do your work, do your best. But it's like, you know, I just wanted a way out. I wanted to get out of that little situation I was in, that little small mm-hmm. town. I just wanted to leave. College, mm-hmm. college was out, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's like, it kind of hit me when we made it there and we was there for a few months. And I'm like, hey, man. I, I got me, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's I can't it. rely on mama. I can't rely oh. on no, nobody else. I got me. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, it, it wasn't the easiest thing to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Hey, <clears throat> my mama was telling me the other day, she was like, boy, I remember when you came home one time for Christmas or Thanksgiving or something, you were so skinny. Was I was like, yeah. <laughs> she, was, <Yeah. laughs> she was like, she was like, my baby ain't even eating nothing. He ain't eating. Why don't you just come mm-hmm. on back home? I'm like, uh-uh, nope, mm-hmm. nope, uh-uh. I got, I got to get mm-hmm. through this. I, I got to get through it on my own. And man, it was a lot of prayer. And, and you know what? During that time, that was the first time <clears throat> that I really cracked open the Bible and read it for myself. You know, and, and mm-hmm. like really got a feel for what what's going on with it. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, my mama had been telling me the whole time, "Go on here and read the Bible, son. Don't wait too late." Don't wait till something mm-hmm. bad happens. Go ahead, because you know, go ahead and read it now. So when something happens, you'll have something. To, you know, you'll know what to do. You'll be yep. mentally and spiritually ready, ready for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and she was right, man. She was right. I wait. I didn't wait too late, but you know, <clears throat> I did wait. I waited long enough. It wasn't too late, but it was long enough. You know, mm-hmm. and by the time I read it, man, it, it did like look. <clears throat> now I ain't trying to sit up here and bash the Bible or nothing like that. <clears throat> Some people that read it might not understand it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in it I don't understand, but I'm going to tell you like this, whether you want to believe all this stuff that's in it or not, that book is spiritually powerful. Even mm-hmm. if all, this, all the stories in it ain't real, ain't true, whatever you want to think, mm-hmm. it does something to your spirit when you read that book. It's some, yep. something in that book that you can't explain. You just have to read mm-hmm. it and see it and feel it for yourself. Because mm-hmm. I can't even explain, I can't put the words, I can't form the words for it. And you know, mm-hmm. that's what that's what got me. You know what I'm saying? Just reading the Bible, period. You know, I think that's how God got my attention. <clears throat> Cause you know, crazy stuff happens all the time, you know, like mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um and while I was reading reading that book, reading the Bible, <clears throat> I uh I got some friends. I had some some college friends, I guess you could say. And one of those friends, she had a spiritual gift. <clears throat> I don't know if you ever met her, but I know I talked about her, her name was Janae. 
<clears throat> I think I think you might have mentioned that a few times. But yeah, uh, yeah. She, I'm she, she had a she had a spiritual gift for some kind of for some reason. And how mm-hmm. I knew it was that I was going through whatever I was going through. I don't even really remember. And she walked by me. I was sitting out there at the college, whatever. She walked by me. She was like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> I'm like, "And mind you, I didn't really know her that well at this point." You know, we we knew each other like you know on like a, uh, <clears throat> like on a little friendly basis or whatever, a little uh, casual basis or whatever, right. but not like how she started talking to me that day. She was just like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Huh? What you talking about?" In my mind and in my spirit, I'm going through it, but I'm just like, "What you talking about?" No, nah, I'm I'm good. And man, mm-hmm. she came sit down beside me and just looked at me, or, or just sit there and just you know just kept me company or whatever. And um, she started doing that like every time she seen me or whatever. Then she, you know, then we just formed a friendship based off of that, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like that's that's really what turned what turned it around for me. Because <clears throat> you know, I already knew God was real and all that, you know. But for God to start working on me, working in me or whatever, and like really grabbing my attention and letting me know that I that He got me or whatever, that was the time. Mm. Why? Because you know. Cause you know we was raised up in the church, so it wasn't a time where I like, oh, yeah. ever turned away. I never turned mm-hmm. away from God, but <clears throat> for God to work, to work in me, work on me, and have mm-hmm. you know, and make me feel like, make me feel safe and secure, that was the time that it happened when I was in college. Cause it's like, man, <clears throat> you see a lot of people in college, they get their newfound freedom away from their mom and daddy. They also, um. I, I, they get that newfound freedom, and they can they can abuse that. You know, a lot of a lot of people end up <clears throat> going back home after after a year. You know what I'm yep. saying? Or they quit school and go get a yep. job, whichever way it go. You know. Yep. That was me. The second one. That was me. B. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was me. B. <laughs> hey, but you know what? You know what though? <clears throat> I, hey, you know what? I kind of, I almost was right behind you. I don't know if I ever told you that. I was almost right behind you when you done that because I was like, man, I was starting to realize, <clears throat> like, yeah, this is my way out. Go ahead and go to college. But do I really want to do this? I didn't think I did. But what do I really want to do? I didn't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I stayed my butt in school. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's good, man. <laughs> but you, man, I'm, I'm going to say, let me now my my turnaround man came a little later in life man I was I actually at the time I had started um I had started working and let me see I was probably I'm 38 now so I was probably 32 at the time I think I was either 31 or 32 at the time. And uh, I had, it was a lady that started working there. Her name, Kim. She still, well, both of us still work there now. But her name is Kim. And so when Kim came, like, one of them people that got on I Love Jesus shirt or nothing like that, she Mm -hmm. lived the part and she acted the part. She wasn't just holier than thou, every other word. Oh, in the name of Jesus and God going to touch this and this. Like she used to just come and just say small stuff to me, like, like I be I be off at work. I'm talking about talking cash noise, I'm talking about cussing up a storm, 
she'll just come to me. She'll be like, she'll just be like, Stan, you know you ain't got to cuss that much. You know what I'm saying? She'll just say stuff like that. It right. wouldn't even be nothing. It wouldn't even be nothing big. Right. And so on. Um, one day she came to me, man, and uh, she gave me she gave me a book, man, and uh, I don't, uh, she gave me a book, and it's it's a uh, uh, and uh, once it took me, bro. I started reading that book probably I was thirty one. She gave me the book when I was thirty one. I ain't started reading that book till I turned thirty two. Mm. I ain't finished reading that book until I turned thirty three. Because mm. every time I picked up that book, each chapter that I that I read, God started dealing dealing with me with something in my life. Mm. And then it took me so long to read the book because I wouldn't stop dealing with that particular issue. I wouldn't go to the next chapter till I was finished dealing with that particular issues. Like it wasn't huge things; it was small things that I needed to change. But small things right. make into something bigger. Because if right. you look at a car, the car is it, it's made of multiple small parts. Yep. The multiple small parts turn into one functioning automobile. So what God did was took all them little small things that I need to fix about me. He fixed all them little small parts to make me into one complete person. Ooh, hoo, hoo, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a tweet right there, bro. Yeah, so he that's he, a that's a Facebook <laughs> post right there. So he took he took he took each one of those and fixed any, all the little small parts of my life and put make me into a complete person. Then right, after right. he did that, I started dealing with deeper issues that I had going on that wasn't small. Because he had fixed the little small things that was going on in my life. And so that was my time that I got throw the curveball when she came um, in my life. And then, uh, and then, man, it was ironic because God had to use a woman to come to me. Because right. a woman got a, a, a certain softness about them and a feminine energy that they can say something to you, that a dude will say something to you, and you'll get offended. Yep, yep. That's true right there. You know, that's true. You you, you see <clears throat> what I'm saying? Because exactly. that, that woman can come say something to you in a way you won't get offended by. You'll be like, ah, oh, she a woman or whatever. I definitely know he used her. And he yep. used her to fix them small things. But then this this the kicker, though. After he used her to just fix them small things, and like he shifted, he shifted, he shifted me to my dad. He was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. you did, you know, uh, what's them classes that you take in college that don't mean nothing, but you need to take them because you didn't do that good in high school." Uh, remedial, remedial courses. All right, so I, she was the remedial courses, right? Mm-hmm. Then my daddy had the master class. So after that, right. my daddy helped me get through all the other stuff. You know what right. I'm saying? Got me into to the reading and to getting into the teaching then we um when we um sitting on the phone we have a discussion about different scriptures and what i think about it and not not a father and son conversation it's a man to man conversation yep you know yep. what i'm saying and so we was having those type of conversation and he was just building and molding me up into something to the point that i am now before he passed away that he saw a full product 
he saw a son that he actually raised. You know what I'm saying? Right, and that's right. something that I'm grateful for because he got a chance to see me uh, doing well mentally, uh, uh, spiritually, financially. He got a chance to see those things coming to, to full circle. So all his work that he put in, he got a chance to see it before he passed away. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So that that was that was that was good for me, man. Yeah, yeah. Man. that's good. Yeah, so, man, I'm finna, cause um, we done, we done hit, man. Shoot, we done hit that hour mark. So listen, man, I appreciate all y'all from you know tuning in and listening. And man, I'm I'm gonna try to get my boy Bird on here more often, you know, because yeah, what man. I wanted to do when I first started this. It started off with um me and another um childhood friend of mine. But this right here, this is my best friend, what I'm on with now. But that uh EI is another childhood friend of mine. And so what I want to do is just get different men on this platform to discuss what they're going through, not to uh neglect the women or nothing like that. But first, you know, getting a chance for the men to talk. Because there's a lot of men going through mental situations, spiritual situations, situation with their mom, situation with situation with their parents, situation with their girlfriend, their wife. And it's good to get different perspectives of different men with different personalities and get a chance to listen to and see, okay, man, I went through that. I'm going through that. And then they can take what we said and what we're going through and help them in their life. So, man, I appreciate y'all for, for tuning in. And uh, I'll see y'all next week for another episode. All right. Peace out, everybody. All right. You hear from me later. <laughs> <laughs>